Welcome to From the Ground Up, insights into crop production productivity from Salford's agronomy expert, Jim Boak. Good morning. Today is Monday, March 27th, and you are listening to From the Ground Up. Today we have Amy Gelhouse on the phone. Amy, could you introduce yourself this morning? Yes, hello, Jessica. I'm Amy Gilhouse with the Lenaway Conservation District house in Adrian, Michigan. I'm a MEEP technician and MEEP meaning Michigan Agriculture Environmental Assurance Program. And here in Lenaway County, we actually have three MEEP technicians, myself, Holden Branch, and Nicholas Mashensky. There are MEEP technicians um, located throughout Michigan in each of the conservation districts. So today's podcast episode, we are speaking to water, which we thought was fairly appropriate given that last week on March 22nd, it was World Water Day. So this year on World Water Day, the World Health Organization and United Nations were focusing on wastewater and improving water quality, reducing, treating, and reusing wastewater. Of course, there are many contributing factors to water conditions worldwide and Part of that that we can speak to is agriculture's responsibility in that, how that's being approached and how agriculture is attempting to stay ahead of the curve there and do what we can to protect our waterways. Jim, would you like to get us started on the MEAT program a little bit and uh, your involvement and understanding of it? I was introduced to the MEAT program when I first started traveling in Michigan, and I really liked the program. I, I believe it set standards that were extremely high. They were the kind of standards that not only made agriculture more profitable, but more environmentally regenerative. In other words, we were improving the environment as opposed to some of the perceptions that agriculture was harmful to the environment. I was seeing the the opposite through the meat program. And Amy, could you just elaborate a little bit more on on what MEEP actually does or explain the standards that are set for the meat verified farmers. Certainly, Jim, and thank you for the opportunity to let people know what that term MEEP means. When a person is going through their county, they're likely to see a sign that says, this farm is environmentally verified. And what that truly means is that farm has been proactive in meeting with a MEEP technician. And as I said, there are MEEP technicians in every conservation district across the state of Michigan to help farmers review booklets, to verify that the farms are in compliance with state and federal regulations to protect water resources. The exciting part of working with farms that go through the booklets is that most farms are already in compliance with state and federal regulations, and it's very exciting for them to be able to prove that, in fact, they are following the guidelines to protect water resources. So it's kind of an opportunity for them to prove to the community that they are environmentally doing good conservation stewardship to groundwater and surface water that may exist on the farm. Once the farmer has gone through a series of little booklets that help identify the practices that are taking place on the farm, Then the farmer goes through what we call a third-party verification, where a MEEP verifier visits their farm 
and goes through all the farm records, soil tests, management practices, and verifies that the farm is truly in compliance with state and federal regulations to protect water resources. Once that farm has met with a meat technician and done the booklets and then had the farm verified by the verifier, then the farm is able to display the sign that says this farm is environmentally verified. So something that's been really exciting for me as a meat technician is that the majority of farms really do not have anything much at all that they have to remediate. Some farms have nothing they need to remediate in order to be able to um, have their farm verified and be able to have the sign out front. So when I'm talking about, well, what do they, what, what would a farm have to remediate? Well, maybe all they really need to do is be able to get all of their papers, works in one spot where they can show that back they're doing their soil testing and they're keeping records of um, their fertilizer and pesticide applications. They're keeping records of where agrochemicals and manures are being applied in the field and they're utilizing sound practices to protect water resources. So really, um, it's not necessarily that a farm has to make any changes. It often is just a case of a farm proving that they already are doing environment-friendly practices. So it's pretty rewarding for the farmers who get verified to be able to um, prove to their communities that in fact their farming practices are in compliance with state and federal regulations. So, so it's, it's a proud moment for a farm when that sign goes out front that says this farm is environmentally verified. So, so I, I agree. I, I think most farmers are are already there, and and it it's uh, it's not that difficult. You know, even if you're close, it's not all that difficult to get there. One of the things I read in the meat literature was that the meat program actually provides farmers with five free soil sample kits. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct, Jim. So if a farmer would like to maybe get a field sample that that he hasn't had a chance to get sampled in the last three years, or, or maybe he's been sampling all of his corn, wheat, bean fields, but didn't really um, think about getting that cow pasture soil sampled, then he can receive up to five free soil samples from the Illinois Conservation District, which is kind of a cool thing because it provides an opportunity for that farmer to meet with a meat technician and kind of get started in understanding more about the process of becoming meat verified. And also it's a nice way to connect a farmer with the programs that are available through NRCS as well. So what other benefits would MEEP offer? If you're a MEEP verified farmer, what are some of the other benefits other than the soil test availability? Well, Jim, I would say that probably the, the most wonderful benefit of a farm having its MEEP verification is that it, it does allow that farmer to prove that farmers are interested in protecting the environment. And the process of working with a meat technician and being able to see what practices the farmer is doing on the farm and 
thinking about what NRCS programs might be available to that farmer all lends itself to the farmer having a much more clear idea of the value of the practices that he is employing on his farm. As far as a farm being meat verified with the issues that are occurring with Lake Erie, if a farm is meat verified, then they are considered to be in compliance with meeting any TMDL, which is the um, total maximum daily load should a TMDL be put into effect in the Lake Erie watershed. So this program is, is way out ahead of the rest of the country, as far as I'm concerned. I, I think this is a pretty fantastic thing. How do you promote this to farmers? What events do you host or what events take place to help farmers and the rest of society, the, you know, the people looking, looking at agriculture as being the culprit, so to speak? Are there things or events that you do that MEEK does that helps to promote the program? Well, Jim, certainly any farmer could call their local conservation district to find out who their meat technician is. A farmer would also meet a meat technician at their county fair because most conservation districts do hold a place, a vendor table at their county fair and meet information about who the meat technician is typically available. A lot of meat technicians attend the soybean meetings, the corn meetings, the meetings where farmers are gathering to learn more about field applications. But here in Lenawee County, we have an additional unique opportunity for farmers to get right out on Lake Erie through what we call the Field to Great Lakes events. And the Field to Great Lakes events have been occurring since 2011, where we have been taking farmers right out on Lake Erie on a tall ship. It's an 85-foot wooden schooner. Some may have heard of it. It's called the Apple Door. And we take farmers out on that tall ship. The farmers help hoist the sails. We do basic water screening aboard the ship. And we have a lot of farmer-led conservation conversations. Farmers share what's working on their farms. And we also have other presenters, some from Farm Bureau, some from Office of the Great Lakes. Sometimes we have um, personnel from water treatment centers join us to share what, what water treatment centers are doing to protect water resources. So all in all, those tall ship workshop sales provide an opportunity for farmers to get involved in the conversation about solutions to water quality. And then we also have another event known as the Lake Erie Conference, where farmers go out with us to Stone Lab in the Lake Erie Islands. We visit the Aquatic Resource Center, the Water Quality Lab, and we go on a two and a half hour science trowel aboard science vessels. Those farmers are able to ask questions of the OSU scientists about what are the causes of the harmful algal blooms, how do phosphorus and nitrates impact water quality, and they're able to take a look at the, um, the science that has been taking place over the years in regard to phosphorus losses and impacts on water quality. It's quite interesting. Farmers who have attended previously often say that they would like to have other farmers have the same opportunity 
and those opportunities do exist in 2017 as we have several dates that we will be taking farmers out to the Lake Erie Islands and several dates that farmers can sign up to go out on the tall ships. So we're hopeful to have another season of sailing and science cruises where farmers can get out and join us in these conversations. So Amy, if if you want to participate in these cruises and these events, where do you find that information? A person interested in attending the event can contact the Lenawee Conservation District at 517-263-7400, extension 5578. And what the person would want to do is leave their phone number and email, and then they will get a follow-up call and email with the dates that the events are taking place. We have charter buses that will be picking people up and taking them down to where the ship is, down to where we get on the ferry to go over to the islands for the conference day in the islands. And all of that information will be made available to people who leave a phone number and or email at that phone number that I just stated. Is it mostly farmers that go on this tour, Amy, or do we have more urban people and politicians that take the tour. Uh, it sounds to me like well, a terrific sure. opportunity for, you know, the legislators to get out and, and interact with farmers and actually see, you know, the lake and the impact of agriculture and the care that agriculture has for our water resources. Jim, I'm really glad that you asked me for clarification on who is eligible to attend. The events are free to farmers landowners of farmed land, and partners of agriculture. So certainly our local politicians would be welcome to attend the events and encouraged to attend the events. We have had county commissioners, we've had senators join us, and certainly our agrochemical folks, our ag equipment dealers are welcome. Persons that are certified crop advisors are encouraged to participate, and anyone who is actively involved in the service industry for agriculture would be more than welcome to join us. In addition to to farmers who lead conversations, we also do have presenters coming this year from Farm Bureau, from the Office of the Great Lakes, from Michigan State University. And we have some presenters that farmers will know by name that will be speaking on soil health. I had the opportunity to speak or meet with uh, Dr. Chris Winslow, I think his name was, from the Stone Labs. Does he take part in these these tours as well? Dr. Chris Winslow has been an excellent presenter for us out at Stone Lab. He does participate in doing a presentation when we are on Gibraltar Island during that day conference, and he has been a fabulous partner in helping farmers to understand the science behind the harmful algal blooms. Jim, I might add that Stone Lab actually received the Friend of Conservation District Award from Michigan Association of Conservation Districts last year. And I think that just speaks volumes about how the staff and programs at Stone Lab have partnered 
to assist our agricultural community with understanding the issues of water quality? I think Michigan plays an important role and, and a leadership role in this. There's sandwiched in between Lake Huron, Lake Michigan, Lake St. Clair, and Lake Erie. So I, I really commend the farmers of, of the state of Michigan and, and the conservation authorities and, and you know, the, the work that, you know, the conservation districts do uh, because the state of Michigan probably has more impact on the Great Lakes Basin than, than any other group. And it's really uh, encouraging to see that the farmers and, and the organizations in the state are taking a leadership role and really commend the state of Michigan and the people in Michigan for taking the responsibility that they have. It's, it's quite inspiring for the rest of the country. I couldn't agree with you more, Jim. And if I could encourage community members to do something positive, I would say if you have a farm that has that sign in their front yard that says this farm is environmentally verified, send that farm a thank you note. They are being proactive and sharing the celebration that they have for protecting our environment. From the Ground Up was brought to you by Selford Group, manufacturers of Airway, BBI, Valmar, and Selford tillage, seeding, and application equipment. For more information on Selford Group, go to selfordgroup.com or call 1-866-442-1293.